Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. L is for the way you look at me. Sex in the fitting room, nudity, and adultery. What's up? Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz doing welcome to why women kill after buzz after show i'm your host jackie nova and oh my god what an episode season one episode two it just keeps getting better and better and better better and and better and better i am here with my co-host he is a writer he is a producer director george Curry. I love the energy. Oh, I Great love to be it. here with you. Absolutely. And he also is a massive hot rod aficionado. Oh, yeah. You know, I hold it down. He so. holds it down. He holds it down. So I'm going to really get into it right now. I'm going to give you guys a little tease. We've got character breakdown. We've got sex is women gaining power over men. Mm. Guys, get in, get in here and let us know what you think about that. Mm. We've got a special segment, The Worst Wife, The Worst Husband. Uh Uh-huh. Ooh, I know you want to find out about that. And then we have some news. And we got really some scoop behind the scenes because women protected Mark Cherry in high school. And you guys want to find out? I want to hear about that. You want to hear about that. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So, okay. George, what is your overall thought my overall thought about episode two. Yes. I like how they peeled the layers and went into deeper layers. We saw more character dynamics, more yeah. complications in the marriages, more secrets surfacing. <sighs> and actually, last time I shouted out the director, the writers, and acting. This time I'm going to shout out the DP and the cameramen and camerawomen because yes. I love how this was shot. Yes. Awesome job. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, the editors because did you notice the sequences from the shower from each decade how it was they were in the same shower and it's different decades it's just the way they spliced it was just it was flawless editing the hands in each scene same bathroom different decades no this is epic editing a shout out to the editor for sure oh my god I mean and I also thought that although Bethann is very, um, she's more of a 1930s, I'm a housewife and I don't do wrong, that type. Mm-hmm. She was scaring me. She's she transforming. Keep that same energy, Bethann. I'm feeling Beth it. Ann, I'm loving your energy. Yes, uh, I, I'm a little scared of you now. I wasn't before. I was like, <laughs> man, you could just run her over with whatever. No, you, I'm scared of her no, now. Don't play with Bethann. Telling you. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, talking about Beth Ann, we're going to break down some characters. Okay, so uh, you know how I feel about Beth Ann. How, how do you feel about Beth Ann and Rob? I mean, I've even got pictures right here <laughs> from the episode. 
Beth Ann and Robin, there are the neighbors, the Muscotis. Hello, right there, the Musconis. Beth Ann. So we're we're seeing the side. We anticipated this last episode. We thought she yeah. was going to start plotting. She did, and I love what she's tapping into. We saw her being overpowered in episode one. Episode two, she's taking the power back into her hands. Oh, I yeah. love the fact that she's stepping up. I love the code name Sheila. So if you're gonna do some dirty work, you know what I mean. Don't put it on your name. So she's she's showing <laughs> she's us using some, her neighbor's <laughs> some <name>. street knowledge. <laughs> and you know, so in, in a way, the real Sheila kind of shaded her a few times. Yeah. So I like that she's using her name to maneuver back. Yeah. I like the plotting, the explosiveness at the dinner table. Showing up to the table with no clothes on. No. I was like, whoa. And then the boss showed up. So I thought that was a lie when Rob was like, I got my boss's briefcase. So yeah. I like the writing in that when he the boss actually shows up. Yeah. And she still kind of held her composure. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a, this almost kind of reminds me a little bit how uh, Sebastian Gutierrez does his uh, directing on the show Jet because yeah. it's the way this nakedness, but it's so tasteful. Tasteful. You had the flowers yeah. blocking the cleavage, the but the booty was out there. Oh, boom! The booty was out there. Yeah, I didn't know if it was a stunt double. Four of it was Jennifer Goodwin, <laughs> but hey, good job. Good <laughs> you know? job, Jennifer. Your body's looking tight. <laughs> so yeah, I, I really liked Beth Ann's demeanor in this because I do. I don't. I, I like. I like going for the underdog. I don't really even have a sports team. I'll go for who's losing. Yes. because I love seeing a comeback. Yeah, because she, out of all the actresses playing their roles uh-huh. in this show. She's, you know, it's 1930s. Like, she's the supposed to be the weakest one, and that's how it started out. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wow. She is becoming way hidden, stronger. The hidden power, and she's, and she's finding yeah. herself. She's finding herself. And I really appreciate her. that. Oh, I love it. I, it is refreshing that, you know what? Back then, even though in the surface it looked a certain way, in home, I mean, there's all that stuff like with the neighbor, and the neighbor's like, what are you talking about? Because she's Italian. And you go do this, and you get a sex book. What, yeah, are you kidding well, me? You need to satisfy so, him. So, so Beth Ann got the manual. I believe it was called the Marital Anatomy or something yeah. like that. And I don't know what she read, but but she probably flipped to the oral sex page, because what we see in, is her in the shower. <laughs> she's going down on Rob mm-hmm. and and she was doing it with conviction yeah and determination and then all of a sudden you hear you hear the complaints about the biting or that hurt I'm assuming it's biting and then we see Rob fall I don't know about you because we're talking about Ben and Rob I was happy to see Rob fall through the glass I was too but you know? let me tell you something I think that it's not that she doesn't know what she's doing I think she's so angry at him because she you know, he's cheating. She's letting it out. And she the, bit him. She did mention to the real Sheila that she didn't have sex till marriage. 
Mm-hmm. So on one hand, I think it could be an experience. It could and on be. the other hand, I'm kind of feeling the vibe of what you're saying. Maybe she's passive aggressively or <laughs> aggressively <laughs> getting back at wrong. Yeah, especially after talking to April so much, the waitress. Oh, that's just fuel to the fire. Fuel to the fire. But for her to also, and we're talking about how strong Bethann is, for her Mm -hmm. to be able to withstand talking to the woman who's creeping with your hubby. Strong. Wow. Yeah, don't sleep on Bethann. Don't sleep, people. Mm -mm -mm. Don't sleep. So then let's get to the next couple because, you know, it's a new show. We want to get you guys all, like, caught up with, like, the characters and what we feel about each character. We're going to move on to, ooh, Lucy Lou, who plays Simone and Jack. Um, he, you know, it's Carl Grove, who he, you know, who he plays. So it's yeah. the Grove family in the 1980s. What do you feel about that couple in the 80s? So we saw, we heard more from Carl yes. this episode. Finally, and like that. Right? that was one of my questions. What is really Carl's deal? Is he into Simone? Is he trying to save face? What we see in the dynamic this episode is actually more of Simone trying to save face. She's mentioning the daughter's wedding. She doesn't want them to sleep in separate beds or for her daughter to know that. And she doesn't want to show up to the wedding split. So we're seeing that Simone is making this effort. Carl, on the other hand, who I was wondering, he seemed dismissive towards the end of the episode and as it progresses we see that Carl is trying to keep his hooks in he's he's walking around with a cane and he did that was kind of wild what he did with the suicide his explanation Carl's explanation was he wanted to prove that he loved her and didn't want to break up what are your thoughts on that oh my goodness let me tell you I think that Simone the reason why she doesn't want to I, I don't see that she loves him I just don't feel mm. it. I feel like she's icy cold with him, and it's a marriage of convenience because convenience. he's he has the money, and she's just like, oh, okay, I have this mansion. But it's like she also doesn't want to be embarrassed like because she thinks it's a gay love interest. Yeah. It's, you it's see tough. that when she and, was having that and, little chat with her girlfriend. And considering the 80s, but she almost, when her girlfriend was talking about, okay. oh, I saw him in the car with a woman... I believe she mentioned a woman. She seemed, Simone seemed a little more upset about that. Right. That's when she got jealous. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are twisting me up a little bit here. She seemed to be brushing it under the rug before. Mm -hmm. But when she found out it was someone of the same sex. And there she is with her gymnastics. She's doing her little workout. By the way, I I, I know I'm a guy, but if I was in the 80s, I I think I'd rock one of those. (laughs) You know those, what are those called? They're not rompers, they're not onesies. This is like a Jane Fonda workout. Speedo. Oh, 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 I forgot that guy's name. um, You can do it. But you know what? I think those, those little workout videos in the 80s, from yeah. what I've seen, the little retro channels, <laughs> I think the dudes did wear those. I love it. My shirt kind of like reflects that, the colors and all that. It does, it does. We're rocking it out. Vibes. I've got the little workout thing. And then there's Tommy right in that picture. Tommy. My God, Tommy the lover. Tommy, yo, he turned up. So let, let's talk. Let's touch on that for yes, a little please bit. please let's touch on that because, you know, that is part of the 1980s so, duo here, yeah, the Simone we, and Carla. We saw Simone because you yeah. mentioned the convenience and, and I mentioned the saving face. I do believe Simone was trying to work it out when she thought it was a dude with Carl, or it was a dude. But when she discovered the gossip from the friend, Hmm. 
that's when we saw the itch for vengeance with Simone and of course with this boy Taylor is it Taylor coming through yeah and she actually did it she turned up and talking about Taylor (laughs) give me a chance to show you the man I've become (laughs) Taylor went in all the way oh my figuratively and literally Mm -mm -mm -mm. (laughs) and he was willing to go again and I know she ain't used to that with (laughs) Carl's old D but the young D came in and she was impressed and he was turning yeah. up and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. Woo, my God. Well, we're going to touch upon more of that in a little second. We're going to get to the next couple. That's deep right there. Ooh, the next that's couple. Menagetoire. That's how we've got. We've got Eli and Taylor. We've got Eli and Taylor. It's it's a now couple, right? Right in 2018, 2019. They're now. They're now. They're not back in the day. There's the love interest. This is a polyamory relationship that's happening. You know what I'm saying? They're they're they they they're not even married. Eli and and uh, Taylor at all. So it, it it speaks on the times, and that's again we brought yeah. this up. This is yeah. what I like about. Their relationship, it's reflecting the times. People are polyamorous nowadays, more so than back in the other days, or at least it wasn't as accepted. It wasn't as exposed. And I I do like their approach of trying to understand and allow, and we even see him being patient with Jane. Very patient. up, Up to a point. Very. And we see Taylor trying to reassure Eli, but mm-hmm. Jane is really... What what she's doing... Oh, Jade. Is Jade. Jane, yeah, Jade. She, is it Jade? Jade, yeah. Jade is surfacing the insecurities in the relationship. So... She, yeah, she's... The, I, honestly, she's a little trouble. Yeah, she's, she's a, a little, little trouble. trouble. They, they've had a balance, and they've had this lifestyle, mm-hmm. but she's shaking the waters because before, from what we're seeing, it was just... Hey, you could talk to other people, but did yeah. you see the way Taylor was looking at her in that scene? And Eli, yeah. poor Eli, making the pie. He's just making the pie. And I mean, saw but... Taylor's eyes, and he was very disappointed. Very disappointed. Well, then, ooh, we're gonna get to another topic then, because it's just gonna all tie it's in. And flowing. I know, I know that our audience is gonna be dying to hear some more. And talking about audience, George. Why do we have so much fun here? Why do we love AfterBuzz so much? It's because of our audience and yes. the platform to be able to talk to you all. So before we move on to our next topic, we just want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts for making us the ESPN of TV talk. But for us to continue to grow, we could use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. All five stars. Do not hold back, please. Don't hold back. (laughs) And no matter where you are in the world watching us right now, please Mm -hmm. leave a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. We will respond. We would love to respond. And I just want to say sincerely, Jackie, being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us as hosts. And we truly support. We, we, we really do appreciate all of you in supporting us and enabling us to do what we do. 
And do not forget to tell your friends to keep enjoying our show. Spread the good word. Spread the good word. Spread the good word. Absolutely. Amen. Hallelujah to you that. hear that bell Whoa. chime from, from our producer, Ryan? I was feeling <laughs> Ryan's <it>. producing. <laughs> yeah. Hello, holleration. We're going to get to side pieces. Side pieces. we got something good for you guys. We've got side pieces. And we've got Jane, who's part of the polyamory relationship with Taylor and Eli, which takes place in now, the now days. And we've got April, the waitress back in the 1930s, right? And then we've got Tommy in the 80s Tommy. with Simone and Carl. Tommy boy. <laughs> so we'll, 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 just, we'll get started with April, the waitress. So what I want to know, first of all, is were they called side pieces back, back then? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. I highly so, doubt it. So we're, we're taking a, <laughs> a new is. term. There she is. So, so what's interesting about April, mm-hmm. she, she comes across as innocent almost. Oh, super. But when she says it's complicated... And Sheila, who's you know, Beth Ann of this. Let me tell you something. When she did that, I really, really liked April for a second because I was like, oh, she's like so innocent. Like, yeah. You know, and she's played by, she's, uh, she's played by Sadie Calvano. Great Calvano. actress. Yeah. She's really popping right now. But I was like, what are you even thinking? You know, he's married. Oh, so, what, tell me more. What do you think, George? Because well, that just okay, heated so, me up. All right, all right. So part of me couldn't be mad at April because she was so nurturing to Beth Ann the first time they met in the diner. So I had some preconceived notions and bias because I love someone who's nurturing. Yeah. It reminded me of my mother. Right. My mother's so nurturing. So when I saw her do that, it showed a very humane side of April. But yeah. even sometimes the most humane people can turn the most savage. And she knows something's going on Mm -hmm. in the kitchen. Hmm. Well, not probably precisely, because the boss knows he walked in. She didn't walk in. But something's (laughs) going on in the kitchen. She knows that Beth Ann is married, and she's still doing it. And sometimes the sex just draws you in, and you start losing your perception of right and wrong, black and white, and you start accepting the gray area. So I'm going to give her that credit that she is humane, but she's also very human, and humans are imperfectly perfect. Everyone has a weakness. She Mm -hmm. might, you can tell in the eyes she knows it's wrong, (laughs) but you know, her body's, her mind's telling her no, her body is telling her yes right now. Well, you know, and I I hear you, but as a woman, I'm like, oh, come on, man, April, really? Because yeah. I really liked her. So, I mean, it doesn't mean I, 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 I want to keep seeing her for sure. So, Mark Cherry, you know, since you're the writer, you're the creator. No, no, keep, keep don't get rid of her yet. Like, I like seeing her. So, it's a nice dynamic. And I like how I love how Beth Ann is. She's just transforming. Yes. She's trans. Yes. I'm getting scared of that woman because she is becoming very, very calculative. Ooh, that's yes. a good word to use. Very calculative. So we're going to move on to, yeah, because, okay, so that's good. We, we Jane, you know, uh, is going to be the next one, I yeah, feel, polyamory. Yeah. Let's talk about Jane because she's just... Jane, uh, now Jane walked in on the conversation. Uh-huh. She was ready to go. She reminded me of when I was on the basketball team, you know, like before the game we do our layups. She reminded me of the player who don't, who don't even practice with the layups. She just goes right in to dunk. <laughs> so, oh, you're talking about me? Let's go. She yeah. was 
she was definitely pl- talking about plotting. Now, I thought Beth Ann was a plotter, but Jane's a plotter. She knows what she's doing. Mm. And she's stirring She's stirring up a storm she, over there. Yeah, she's stirring the pot. I, I believe that she's a little more on the guilty spectrum. She's more guilty yeah, cause you, than you, April. You, you see how she mentions, like, well, in the jacuzzi, I mean, it's just that I grew up with nothing. She's got this whole innocent vibe going, you are not innocent. I'll tell you that much. And a part of me thought, you know, seeing Eli, he seems like the more vulnerable mm-hmm. of the two. I mean, Taylor's a lawyer, right? She has yeah. a head, she has a strong head on her shoulders. And what I'm seeing, what I think I'm seeing, yeah. is Jane is prying on the weakness of Pi Eli. Yeah. Okay, she's prying on his weakness. Yeah. And she might be dividing and conquering. She might be purposely creating the wedge. That threesome. Clearly, because, clearly she knows that Taylor brings home the bacon. Exactly. She's the lawyer. She That's be, her house. She That's might be not... trying to claim Taylor yeah. and Eli is sensing it. Exactly. Oh, man. Well, let's move on to Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> oh, Tommy, you play a player. Tommy is basically a modern day, is it Stifler from American Pie? Stacy's mom. <laughs> That's what Tommy's doing. That's that, that, Tommy's Tommy is up, the boy. ultimate MILF hunter. <laughs> He's young. He's energized. He's excited. He's He's exploring sex. He's at that age where it's still everything is new and riveting and exciting. And he probably doesn't have that nine to five that's draining him out. So he doesn't want to just go home and sleep. He wants to go home and have action and more action. Yeah. Tommy is actually. Did you realize, guys, did you realize that Tommy's mother is the best friend (laughs) of Simone? And this, and Simone just, she just had it. She was like, you know what? There's this good looking guy. I'm just going to go sleep with him. Oh, so the gym friend is Tommy's mom? Mm -hmm. Is that the same person? I think it is. If it is, that's gangster. (laughs) Good good for you, Simone, (laughs) if it is. Because she she held that secret for two years. But I I do like what you said about killing the messenger. That is usually what happens. But Tommy, you know, out of the three issues, the problematic issues right now. Yeah. Tommy comes across as the most innocent. The side, uh, I, I out of think, all the side pieces, yes. I think Jade, guilty. Guilty. Oh, my gosh, you know, she's guilty. Guilty. Shh. April. Mm, but, April's just, I feel like she's probably an airhead. But Tommy is a young gun. <laughs> he's a young gun. Yeah, he's, just, he's youthful. He doesn't understand the implications. He doesn't get it. And you know what? Simone, your your husband played you. I'm not saying infidelity is right. Yeah. But you're kind of evening out the playing boards. Yeah. We know that Beth Ann has been faithful. And let me tell you, I think that because when I was mentioning in the beginning how sex in the fitting room, Jade, um, I'm going to jump back to Jane real, okay. uh, Jade real quick. Okay. Jade, on purpose, I bet you on purpose, she knew that Taylor did not tell her you know, Eli, like, hey, yeah. how we met. Because you knew she threw that in there. Like, well, Eli did instigate it. He wanted to know, like, well, how did you guys meet? Because he was sensing some ties, mm. some mob ties. Yeah, and then Jay was mentioning, like, how, yeah, she was, a, I worked at the store and then she was trying on stuff. And then, she, yeah, we just did it right there in the fitting room. And Whoa! Yeah. How do you feel about that? Would you, if this, if this was your girl and she had a girl, let's just say we're just. I mean, would you be like excited about that? You don't have to answer if you don't want, but you know, hey, well, people like to know a little Scooby Doo. I could relate to Eli. So my <laughs> first girlfriend, the the next person she dated after she broke up with me yeah. was a woman. Yeah. 
and I kind of feel his pain because how can I compete with a woman? We all know women are better than men, first of all. But second okay. of all, since I'm a this, man, George. I love you know, this. Holy since, cow! I just opened up a can of worms. Yeah, we did. <laughs> this is some therapy talk around. Since I'm a man, and I know how men think more than I know how women think, simply exactly. because I'm a man, mm-hmm. I know how to compete with a man a little more. But my Moderation. misunderstanding of women, which we can't pretend it doesn't exist, men. We know we need to try harder. We need to learn the ways. Yes. It made it more intimidating. And I saw the other, and wow, her new girlfriend was so pretty too. She was prettier than I was. She was smarter than I was. She was more popular than I was. And I said, wow, I kind of have to bow out. I have to kind of just what Eli did, go and eat some pie. Eat some pie. George, I fail for you. Oh, I can see. This is probably your favorite couple because it's just opening up a whole bunch of emotions for you. It is. It's speaking to me. It's speaking to me. So, But Jade, she's a little more forward than my replacement was. My replacement still said hi to me in the school hallways. Oh, look at you, George. Oh, my God. Listen, guys, get on YouTube. You got me teared up over here. Let us know what you feel about this. Let us know what you feel about this episode. Let us know what you feel about whatever it is that we're talking about right now, right here. It doesn't matter. I check check it all the time, and I answer you guys back. We're going to then, talking about that, let's squeeze in a little game plan in the next topic. Ooh, 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 ooh. You know that Eli. Yeah, the plot. Eli has it, Beth Ann, and Simone. So well, we'll, we'll just go with Eli since we're talking about Eli right now. And he's all about the threesome. He, he's yeah, plotting. He, 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 you know what's funny about Eli's plan? Mm. Sometimes a plan backfires. That plan backfired in his face. Boom! He was being a little... You know what? Vulnerable, sensitive, innocent Eli... He was he was being a little schemy at the pool. Yes, and he was kind of that jacuzzi. You know, he was playing something. Yes, and we did see Taylor. You know, what was interesting when Taylor told Eli, "Don't do that thing with your tongue," because I don't like it. I was wondering maybe she does like it and doesn't want him to do it. There's a little bit of competition yes, going there's on. There's a competition. So happening. we did see Eli also being a little schemy, and mm. what happened? The scheme didn't work, brother, because nope. clearly the other partner. Or the other entity, the side piece. I don't even want to call Jade the side piece because she's taken over one city no, she's at a taken time. Over. This is this is but, like an open relationship. It's a polyamory. They're all with it and together. But that's what's but, so tricky. They're so yeah. with it, but at the same time, Taylor doesn't want to be with it. She doesn't, and we saw that. Hey, she kind of wants to be in power as well. She wants everything for herself. Yeah. But we also saw that. The way, the way she was looking at Jade, she does not look at Eli that way. Mm-mm. And that's why the plan backfired. He thought yep. it'd be smooth to come in and involve himself. But that's all smart. it did was tear off. It tore off the blanket that was covering the truth. Tore and the right truth up. was, she don't look at you like that, bro. No. So failed game plan on Eli. Failed game plan. So then we're going to move on to Bethann. Beth She's Ann. getting like tips from Sheila at her neighbor, Moscone. Uh, so what do you feel about so, that? So Bethann had a little slip up in the shower. Or mm-hmm. or maybe Rob's the one who slipped. <laughs> but <laughs> Bethann, Beth her plan is working. It, it is. is working. You saw in the hospital scene where he was Rob was getting shaken up. Oh, he yeah. almost told the truth. Didn't. But she's she's throwing him off his game. Yeah. So oh, I like yeah. Beth Ann's plan. I like the code name. 
I like the Sherlock Holmes detective (laughs) approach. I love it. And I believe that she is going to get, not only is she going to get Rob to eventually tell the truth or bring the truth to him, she's also going to get him second-guessing himself. And here's why. Because me, she's, she's we, we mentioned she was taking the back seat before. We're seeing Beth Ann in the driver's seat. And I don't think that Rob, who seems like a complete narcissist, but let's just throw that out there. Seriously. Sorry, Rob. Seriously. No, he Rob. really is. He really is. He's annoying the the, Sam, the I'm sure you're out a of great me. person in real life. But Rob, I, I don't like Rob right now. Mm-mm. And I don't think people like that know how to function when they're getting beat at their own game. Yes. And and, and knowledge is power. And Beth Ann has a power because she has a knowledge and she's being smart, playing her cards right, and not telling her partner that she has a knowledge. So That's as right. much as Rob thinks, oh, I'm in the know. I'm the man right now. Yeah. Nah, and she's he, in the know. Mm-mm. You've been caught in your dirty tricks, Rob. Yes, indeed. Rob, you are caught in your dirty tricks. And and let me tell you, I mean, Beth Ann is doing a killer, no pun yeah. intended, yeah. job at it. <laughs> Oh, we're going to get onto Simone's little game plan. So she gets her new little boo, who's barely legal, Tommy. So the, the, the Tommy. Let's see how that plan is working out. I mean, she's getting some, she's having some fun. What, so what do you think about that one? It was effective. <laughs> it was effective. It's an effective game she plan. She went all the way. Carl, who for now only confirmed, there's speculation that he was in the car with a woman. But confirmed, definitely cheated on Simone with the picture, what we saw. Yeah, absolutely. But here's what I like about Carl, is he's more honest than Rob. So Simone now can kind of get in a better position because while Carl's being honest, she's now positioning herself Mm -hmm. to hold her own secrets. So she may slowly get the upper hand, especially with the way it seems things are going with Tommy. It seems like Tommy's pleasing her more than Carl could. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see how she was on fire. I mean, this show was... If anybody heard how I did the opening, they'd be like, what the hell are you guys watching? You know, (laughs) first episode, I even told... I called my mama. I said, Mom, there's a TV show called Why Women Kill. You gotta check it out on CBS. I'm not comfortable watching this episode with Mom. My mom still, till this day, covers... My eyes and her own eyes when oh stuff like that God. goes down. Oh my lord! Well, before we get on to uh, special segments, I, I and I just want to just say real quick, I love how in the beginning, how the old man and the old woman, how they this is how they're labeled on INDB. It's not like they the have an actual man. name. They they've been through the. From I, I just love how they set that up because I thought maybe in this episode they were going to actually have a killing, but there wasn't. But he's witnessing each decade because since he was a little boy, so he's witnessing each decade. What a beautiful touch to the show. Yeah. And what I loved about it is I didn't see it coming. I was so sold on, okay, these are the characters. (laughs) These are the only people who have lived in the house probably in eternity. Yeah. And then you forget the neighbors see it all. So it's yeah. so cool to have that fourth wall, that added perspective, seeing the cycle and what happened. Yes. And I'm curious, and, and and production, I love the narrative. Keep it rolling. I Please. love the narration. It's great. Oh, it's amazing. So, I mean, we were, we're going to just do, it's a simple little special segment. Worst wife, worst husband. Guys, let us know what you think. Worst, <laughs> baby, worst wife. Worst wife. I'm going to have to actually say 
as crazy as it sounds, I'm going to say it's Taylor. Really? So, so Simone went to Tommy, and she she went she went there. Okay, mm-hmm. she went there. Taylor, while she's being honest, the problem is is if you if you're in a partnership, you can have side pieces, but don't have a side piece with more swag than the main. Right, so, right. So, oh, so while yeah, Simone, crazy. I could see her eventually coming full circle back to Carl. I can see that happening. I can see this as a phase and an adventure and her discovering more of herself right now. But I do think that Taylor has crossed this line because although there's a difference between being enticed, which is what we see with Simone, and being bedazzled, which is what we're seeing happening with Taylor and Jade. That look, yeah. that stare was so intense. It bled through my soul and my middle school PS- PTSD <laughs> from losing two women. So, so maybe it's maybe I'm putting too much of my feelings. I'm getting a little I, drakey with this. But I'm going to say that He's it's reminding Taylor. me of Drake right now. <laughs> it's, it's Taylor. Too bad I can't sing like him. It's Taylor. And that, okay, so for me, it's going to be Simone. And I'm just going to keep it shorter because we're going to shortly have to wrap things up, but not right this second, but we're, I'm going to keep moving. Simone. Simone. That, that's who I think because I just feel she's... I don't even think she's ever been in love with this man. This is like she just got married for the money. This is what I'm feeling. This is oh. what I'm feeling. So I just feel like for me, she's like the worst wife because I don't feel like she even wants to be a wife. But that's my little, little thing. A little bit of gold digging happening. A little gold digger. Yeah, exactly. And for worst husband, I'm going to go with Rob. No brainer. Late 1930s. Dude, you are so typical. Like, Let me just say something. When Beth Ann came to the dinner table, before she she came naked, she came swagged out. She had her hair did, nails did, everything did. And she was trying to make the extra effort. Yeah. And him dismissing her. I mean, the worst thing you could do to horrible. someone is not be mean to them, but actually dismiss them. Did you just see how beautiful she got? It's not like she's, it's not like the waitress who, you know, April is, but like she's more wow. Like when she really did herself up, I was just like, oh my God, how are yeah. you not noticing so, so your on, wife? On, yeah, and that's on top of the fact that he's a pathological liar and lies oh. about everything. Besides the briefcase, I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. But lying about everything and then also treating her like she's nothing. Nah, homie, you're mm. the worst hubby of 2019 of, of, all the way for eternity from beginning to end the worst hubby that's ever happened starting in the 60s <laughs> going through 2019 and going beyond Woo, he's out of here so well right now <laughs> I, yeah, I, I love this I love this we're going to have to keep playing this game next week let us know who you think is the worst please let us know in the we're chat gonna, yeah please mm-hmm. absolutely let's get into the news people mm. After Buzz TV News I just need to just let you all know, Mark Cherry, I know I spoke about him last week, but I, I did mention some teas in the beginning. He says, this is, this is straight from uh, New York uh, Times, and he says in an interview, I am not intimidated by women's strength. I rejoice it. I think there's some, certainly not all, male writers who write the fantasy women they wish they could have met when they were in high school. Women were who I depended upon. Women are the ones who protected me in high school. And he's in his late 50s now and that he's put over a half century of loving women 
learning about them, depending upon them, and in the last 30 years, writing about them. And this was all very recent. And he says, and I'm continuing my journey. This man has not only created Desperate Housewives, the Golden Girls. I mean, the list just goes on. Go to IMD. I mean, he's just incredible. This is a great celebration of womanhood that oh, we're witnessing. Yes, he and, and you can tell by the characters that he writes and the shows that he creates. All these women there. He feels also that he's like made such a change with there, how there is an impact. It of is course. absolutely. And talking about impact, let's go to predictions. Ooh. This is Ryan in the booth real quick. Yeah. I just wanted to throw... We have one person in the chat real quick. His All name's right. Jonathan Moulton. And he says, up, don't Jonathan? have a side piece with more swag than the main IMAO only on this show. I just want to give him a quick shout out. <laughs> Yo, now, thanks for tuning in. Of course, of Thank course. Thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> now, I like that. I love it. <laughs> Props. Boom. My goodness, we are here and we are talking predictions. George. Jackie, we know eventually the cat's going to be out the bag with Rob. Now, my prediction is just speculating which episode it's going to happen in. I like this Inspector Gadget thing happening, so I want it to happen in episode five, but I think in episode four. Okay, not the next one. It's going to lead to episode four, which is where Beth Ann's going to reveal to Rob, hey, I know what you're doing. You need to cut it. Simone, she's going to go back to Tommy Gunn, and they're going to do their thing. A little bit more. She's not done with this. That that love Ooh. that love thing's gonna continue. And I actually think this is a little extreme. We saw Jade partying and stuff. I think Eli is gonna leave the home. Jade's gonna move in, take his spot, and then Taylor's gonna see what Jade's about in the club and realize that you know what, Jade might have the swag, but Eli had the companionship and the loyalty, and she's gonna find her way back to him and love him more. Mm. Oh my goodness! An ex-girlfriend, if you're watching, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you're still to women or men, but give me a second chance. I deserve it. <laughs> I deserve a second. All right. Well, my prediction is that I feel that Eli is going to somehow mistakenly kill Taylor. Somehow. Oh, that's this soon. is what I. But not right away. But it's going it's gonna to happen. happen, and somehow the reverse. The reverse, and then he's going to be with Jade. But then it's like he's going to regret it because he's going to realize Jade is very jaded and very slick. <laughs> Jackie, I like your risk taker. Oh, I don't You're know. Going out there with this uh, prediction, yeah. I'm just like you got just, me hype. Yeah, yeah. I hope that happens. <laughs> and I feel that Beth Ann. Um, is definitely want to she definitely wants to kill her husband somehow Uh or some way it's going to happen but again it's not going to happen so soon and I think that the body that was taken out that the old man saw was the girlfriend because somehow she came to the house almost like a bit of Fuco type of story it's like a booby trap and then she stepped in it by accident yes exactly and then I feel that Simone is gonna, uh, you know, Carl's gonna catch Simone with Tommy Toy Boy. <laughs> Toy Boy Tommy, I Toy like that. Toy Boy Tommy, yeah, that's what I think is gonna happen very soon. And in the next episode, something with Tommy. I, I feel something with Tommy's about to pop and he's not gonna be around. Attention's so. building. Oof. We'll see. 
Sanchez Building. So, hey, listen, that is it for our show here at AfterBuzz with Why Women Kill. George, let everybody know where they can find you. It's been a blast. Find me at Mr. George Corey on all social platforms. Thank you so much. And guys, you can find me at JackieNova7 and go to oxfilms.us. It is a feature action suspense thriller called Art of Deception that I am starring in along with my side note here. Boom! He's my partner in crime, Richard Ryan. It's a Richard Ryan film. We're both starring it. We both produced it. And listen, guys, it's coming out in the fall, in October. Sweet. Video on demand and DVDs. We're so excited. Oh, so I'm excited. Thank you so much. Listen, stay tuned next week with our Why Women Kill because we love this show and we love AfterBuzz. Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro, thank you so much for allowing us to have this platform. We couldn't do this without you. So guys, bye! We love you! Peace! Peace out! Bye-bye! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 